Episode 3. To be honest, we're, this is still all happening in the one day. I'm still concerned about my eyeball. Yeah. I may have chlamydia of the eyeball. Just to fill you in, this is episode 3 of the day. Yes. And uh, I might have given James chlamydia. Yeah, we're not it, sure yet. In multiple ways. <laughs> There's ways you, you don't even know about. Oh, this sleight of hand. Well, man, chlamydia is such a little deal right now. Yeah. No one true. cares, like. I think you're just telling yourself this to normalise it. You know when you were a kid and you scraped your knee? Yeah. That's basically what chlamydia is for adults, like. Yeah. For sexually competent young adults like yourselves. Fair enough. Um, you know, look, it won't kill you. Well, and these days, nothing will kill you. That's true. Even AIDS, like, just get some prep or some, like, um, <laughs> a little cocktail in your ground, like. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful time to get STDs. I don't know, do you think, like, are we heading towards a future where they eradicate all disease? Will that ever be a thing? Um, I certainly hope not. There's too many of us as there is. It, well, that's the thing. These diseases don't kill you. Yeah. They just, at worst, like... Well, I'm talking uh, about cancer and shit, you know. Oh, we're getting real, like, hippie-ish, like, you well, know. Well, I don't know. It'd be well, nice, wouldn't it, if they could cure cancer? <laughs> You're opposed to that, are you? <laughs> I know we say some outlandish things yeah. here, but for God's sake, Come on, James. draw a line. Really, James? <laughs> you think that would help people? <laughs> um, cancer will just be... Co- you know, cancer will be like chlamydia. <laughs> okay. You know the way, like, I, I have chlamydia. Yeah. In case the listener isn't cut up. I caught it, okay? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no. And you go into the doctor. I'm getting these chlamydia pills free, by the way. Really? Yeah, off the government. How do you get that? The government. Oh, really? They give it to anybody for free? Yeah, any any old yeah. cunt. Like, on, in the, they have free clinics all over the country. Yeah. So on Tuesdays and Fridays in Dundalk uh, Hospital, yeah. you go in there, you go like, oh, my, pe- my dick hurts, and they yeah. just give you some pills. Like. I ever tell you about that time I was in the Monaghan Sexual Health Clinic? But do you pay for that? No. See? I, uh, I don't think I paid for it. No, no. Actually, yeah, that's right. I offered to pay for it. And she was like, no, no, you don't have to pay. It was like, what? And you were like, ah, <laughs> I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> you are like, here, well, take this for yourself. You put it in her in in cleavage. <laughs> no, but I was, uh, yeah, I got like a few spots in the bag from yeah. this doll. And uh, no, it was just like on, on the, ah, no, it's pretty, pretty gross. But uh, yeah, just got some like little growth or whatever. Mm. And the way that they get rid of it is uh, liquid nitrogen. See, that sounds worse than chlamydia. That chlamydia is just like you have it and you're like, really? And you're like, yeah. No, they had to like freeze it off. It was really like, ah, you know, if there's yeah. one part of the body that's not designed to have liquid nitrogen on it, it is the tip of my dick. Yeah. But anyway, so while I was sitting, I'm in Monaghan, I'm living in Monaghan at the time, so there's only one hospital. I go there. But the thing is, my mom is a nurse mm. and works in Monaghan Hospital. But it's okay. She's upstairs in medical one. I know that. Yeah. So I go in at a time where I think she's on her lunch break or whatever. But it doesn't even matter. She's like, you know, yeah. like working in the different part. But, you know, fucking, I'm just sitting there waiting. And just who walks past? My mother. Okay, yeah, anyone can see that coming. And she's like, James, oh my God, what's wrong? What's wrong? And before I could open my mouth, just a head pops <laughs> out of a door that says sexual has James Cadden. And my mother just looks at your one and looks at me like, I'll talk to you at home. <laughs> and she just ran off ashamed. That, the only way it better if it was like a carry-on film. Where no, like, no, I know. It was such like, it was like a badly written sitcom, but it was something that actually happened in my life. The only way it'd be wor- worse if like, um, like you literally, it's like she walks in as they're spraying it on the tip of your penis. <laughs> and you're like, oh, matron. <laughs> oh, no. Liquid nitrogen on me, John. On me, meat. 
tackle meat and two veg. Oh no! Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. It was a horrible experience in, in yeah. many ways. That's something like you're worried about getting chlamydia. Yeah. Fucking, you've been through the war already. That's true. You're mm. right. Yeah. At worst, it's what happened, kids. If you want to know, yeah. give you some pills. You take it for a week. You're done. Everybody, go get chlamydia. Yeah. We're all doing. And that's it. what I'm saying. Cancer in a few years, like instead of like you know, back now it's like oh no, this is a big deal. It's like yeah. ah fuck it, bloody hell, I got cancer. Uh, after I, I did not have cancer last week and I can't come in today good yeah, day yeah yeah. I got a bit of cancer I can't come in uh, oh come on in it's only a bit of cancer yeah. you know the way talk about man lazy piece of shit you know the way your wife left you you know the way talk about man flu yeah that's what they were like <laughs> oh man cancer oh no and a woman gets cancer like she's so brave <laughs> yeah with my pink ribbon <laughs> so anyway um I'm just thinking of some things we talk about today. Okay. Um, you know, everyone's talking about Brexit and stuff. But a thing that kind of got a bit left... A new story came out and it kind of got for- forgotten about because of Brexit and all that. Yeah. But it came out that Boris Johnson wrote a screenplay. Yeah, I remember you told me about this. Yeah. He wrote a screenplay. No, this is a while ago. He's not like, why haven't you drafted up that planet? <laughs> don't worry, I'm in the third act, old boy. Don't worry. As soon as I'm done, I'll deal with all of those little people. Mm. Uh, no, he wrote a long time no, ago. No, no, that's the thing. So like, you assume, like, he must have wrote this in college. Yeah, yeah. He wrote this in, like, 2015. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, was he mayor back then? This is after he's mayor. After he was mayor. He's well in the politics, like a minister and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he has time to be like, hmm, let me put pen to paper. <laughs> I'm going to be a real, uh, next Johnny Screenwriter. You know? Johnny Screenplay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was called Mission to Asgaria. Asgaria? Or as... Well, it's a made-up place. It's okay. Asgaria. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's the hero. So he's going for a real, like, Indiana Jones Mission Impossible type fight. Okay, right. Which you wouldn't really expect... From him? No, it's a weird genre to... But then again, I suppose like, he probably would have grown up watching those, like, adventure stories and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Um, Alright. So it's going to be, like, a real, like, action-packed kind of a, a adventure, okay? Yeah. And the hero of the film, like he wants to, he said he wanted George Clooney for the main role. Wow, that's ambitious. The hero is going to be called, I swear to God, it's true. Marmaduke Montgomery Burtz. <laughs> yeah. Burtz. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good protagonist. Marmaduke name. Montgomery Burtz. No. Was See, going to be the George Clooney role. No, yeah, nobody is rooting for Marmaduke. Yeah. Marmaduke's name of a, a a comic strip about a dog about a dog yeah which they made a movie about that and Owen Wilson was the voice of the dog voice of the dog well it was right after he tried, tried to commit suicide <laughs> mommy duke what's wrong oh nothing makes any sense wow I just want to die ooh mommy duke just let me die wow yeah okay sorry so <laughs> it's um it's set in this uh, lost city, okay? Yeah. Of Azric, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, okay. And, uh, oh no, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, my mistake. The film is called Mission to Az- Azria, okay? Yeah. But the city itself is called Shergar. Shergar? Yeah. Oh, after the horse? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Ra kidnapped it and killed it, is that right? Is that what, who did it? Yeah, I think it was the Ra. Oh, well, no, I suppose nobody ever... But they think it was the Ra. Why would the Ra want to kidnap a horse? It was very. Uh, it was worth a lot of money. Like it was a top a bit of money thing. It was, oh, it was the top, um, you know, racehorse at the time. So they, it was like a hostage thing. Mm. 
like give us money or you don't get the horse back they didn't get the money they didn't get the horse back pretty much a lot of people think it's what it was a they botched it did they you think that's what they're trying to take the horse and they like dropped it or something (laughs) or like they broke a leg or something yeah I don't know possibly you never know yeah but a horse is a big thing like how they dispose the body would be like a big nuisance yeah but the IRA are good at hiding bodies like it's kind of their thing isn't it look I know a woman uh, is easy like but Hiding a horse. Interesting that you went straight to woman there. Well, oh. I'm referencing a particular case. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Which one? I'm, I don't want to get into it. Oh, okay. I'm in Dundalk. Like, I'm actually uh, a member of Sinn Féin. Oh, so you're not Did allowed... Did I tell you that? It's like Fight Club, you know? You're not allowed to talk about yeah. it. Shin, being Sinn Féin is a lot like Fight Club, you know? <laughs> in that... Uh, <laughs> turns out I am Jerry Adams. <laughs> oh, I look how you want to walk. I fuck how you want to fuck. <laughs> I am better than you in every way and I was not in the IRA thank you for that yes yeah uh, so I actually am a member of uh, Shin Fein I signed up for a goof um, for, for a larf yeah, yeah. I didn't expect I thought like they might put me in a mailing list or something they sent me a full on card oh I don't have it with me but it's like a Shin Fein card oh does it have your picture on it or no okay it just says it says Shin Fein like um oh pretty nifty and it's a lot of Irish I don't understand okay so I hope it doesn't say anything crazy <laughs> what are you going to do like use it to chop lines of coke or that'd be kind of fun yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be cool if like it's like the stone cutters and Simpsons or like I can like you know <laughs> we do yeah yeah <laughs> who blows up Mount Batten's boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so but they're constantly spamming me Oh really? They're sending me emails non-stop. Oh fuck! What kind of stuff? Just like newsletters and shit. Bit of news. Yeah. A lot of like raffles. Oh. A lot well, of like. Uh, yeah. They, <laughs> raffles and drug dealers yeah. how they make their money. Yeah. A lot of like you know, uh, just full on just donations like. Right. Okay. Hey, okay. you know what'd be cool? Donating some money. Yeah. And it's cool because Mary Lou McDonald's like sending me these emails, not personally, but. <laughs> I'm in the chain so it's like yeah. oh I kind of sometimes pretend like Mary Lou and me are like you know friends yeah uh, did you ever email her back not yet hey Mary Lou what could I say to her what could you say to her mm, uh, where's Shirk <laughs> <laughs> come we, on we got way off topic there yeah. Shergar well before we go back to the lost city of Shergar okay yeah. um, they're really kicking off the moment in the emails because this guy got um extradited okay he used to be in a rat and he's got extradited back to London to face crimes oh right yeah so they're really kicking off about that now like yeah. it's become a big thing I actually want to study it more before we start talking about it on the should we like, even talk about it I mean is, will this not jeopardise your membership to Shin Fein I thought you were going to say will this affect the court case <laughs> <laughs> or is the rat going to come after us I think they know who side we on oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's very much implied <laughs> yeah but we'll never say it outright. Yeah, yeah. Learned that from Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really kicking up fuss about it at the moment. Um, so I'll do a bit more research on that, and, and we'll uh, hopefully we'll that. solve the case. Okay, yeah. we're on it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Brian and James are on the case. <laughs> the case of the IRA. <laughs> and so hey, gang, this pesky IRA just keep planting car bombs. What are we gonna do? Ooh, I've got an idea. Ooh. And I just get really high. He's like, oh, it's the IRA. And there's like a chase sequence, you know, like music and stuff through a haunted house. Just, uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, 
Oh, ah, look, the IRA, like, what are you going to do? Kill us? <laughs> I'd like to see them try. <laughs> really? You and what army? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does the IRA, and then what's it, the, um, the Irish Liberation Network? I don't know who they are at all. There's another one. I think I, think I shouldn't even be talking about them. Oh. There's another group. This may be something that you have inside info now that you're a member of Sinn Féin. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like the like... whistleblower. <laughs> Oh, You're no. going to go for a jog and end up with your wrists slashed in the forest. Uh, it was Hillary. <laughs> Pedo. Yeah. Pedo gay. Actually, speaking of the, the IRA as well, they sent those death threats to gay burn back in the day. Did they? Yeah. What about specifically? I think they saw him as like being a, a Brit sympathiser. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. And I think also he wouldn't shake uh, Jerry Adams' hand once oh. uh, during a Late Late Show appearance. Oh. That is a bit of a fuck you to Jerry Adams. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, I, I I'd shake hands with Jerry. Yeah. If he, yeah, you, you'd have to. Well, like, if he's holding his hand down and being like, come on. Yeah. You don't have to leave him hanging. Yeah. I mean, I know he may have murdered people, but there's, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a protocol. That's just rude. Well, I'd shake hands at anyone. Yeah. And I mean anyone. Like, I don't get the whole idea. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, uh, Oh, you had a white supremacist on your podcast, therefore you're a white supremacist. Yeah. Like, I'm constantly hearing that. About <laughs> 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 that kind of whole guilt by association yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that was the case, like, Louis Theroux would be like, one of the worst people in the world. Like, yes, that's true. He's constantly hanging out with racist people and, like, and pedos and such. And, and yeah. uh, people who, like, are in, into polygamous relationships. You know, <laughs> the worst people in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um,. Yeah, we got really sidetracked. Wow! Yeah. All right, back to Boris Johnson's screenplay. It's not really much to talk about. Like, it's like, um, but like, apparently he optioned it to a famous director. He, he, well, he says he was oh, talking to directors. Right. Okay. He wanted to get Scarlett Johansson in the the female role. Right. He wanted to have like a badass female character. Okay. So um, Scarlett Johansson and George Clooney were his two picks. Yeah, and listen, this apparently he says that like he was all up for it, and he saw a post for the Monuments Men. Yeah, and he said that's probably like my movie. Oh, and he gave up, even though he's never seen the Monuments Men. <laughs> Wait, so he gave up? Yeah, I thought it was like he tried to get it made and it got rejected. Oh, he probably he probably got rejected, and he's saying like, no, I I wanted them to reject it. Yeah. <laughs> Monuments Men was shit, so I didn't no. want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you see Monuments Men? No, no, neither. Well, I remember thinking at the time like I wish Boris Johnson would do a movie like this. <laughs> Yeah. But what I mean by like guilt by associate that kind of thing like like again like if we had Boris Johnson on the podcast yeah I'm sure some people are like oh that means like you're you're supporting him or something you're giving him a platform yeah Joe Rogan gets that a lot if he has like people on and yeah. everyone's like oh you obviously endorse whatever this person says hmm. like uh, Mike Tyson for example people were like oh he's a convicted rapist and you're having a I would have now like I would be interested at some stage of going to Mount Joy and interviewing some of the when we get really big what yeah you've actually had this thought yeah you want us to go to Mount Joy and interview you listen to Serial they listen to like all those true crime podcasts they talk to people in prison all the time is that right yeah I've never listened to any oh yeah they actually have like it's like a, you are receiving a phone call from Westward Penitentiary and it's like hello <laughs> yeah I killed them <laughs> Oh, I sure did. Yeah. So, who would we interview in Montjoy then? Well, I don't know anyone personally. No. Um, but, like, just to get, like, a good... Do you think that's, like, uh, 
Uh, yeah, Brian and James, fuck each other. Open the gates, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? Shut up. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool if we had a large fan base in Mount Joy, but only in, in like, the non-section. <laughs> The other way, we know some comedians who do like prison shows. Yeah, that's right. They've performed in prisons. Yeah. Would you do that? If they asked you to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Like Johnny Cash and San Quentin, you know? Hmm. But it's a common thing. Like, yeah, a lot of bands and people perform in prisons. Like, it's a thing. You know? Like, people have this image of, like, the prisons be like, get me out of Let me out of I'm going to get fresh meat. You know, like crazy. But they're just like, I'm sure they're doing more like the white collar yeah. performing, like, didn't the la- like didn't they do a gig in my choy like uh, like the comedians yeah. we know who is it who but is I it? doubt they're performing to, like the full on rapist like well I'd imagine it's just like a general population thing like yeah. gen pop or yeah. whatever you know? and the rapist wouldn't mean that would he probably not No, I think they're segregated to a whole other place yeah Oberstown is that not oh, is that where the rapist no goes? not Oberstown that's for the the rotunda <laughs> Well, I don't know. There, yeah, there's some non prison anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, I think I. That's where I draw the line. That's where we should go. We should go to the non prison. I, I, right, I don't think we're not going to get much out of them. Like, yeah. well, imagine you get to Mount Joy. It's like, what? There's no pedos here. Yeah. Lock it up, boys. We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like disgusted. Yeah, I don't think we'd have much conversation with an actual legit pedophile though. <laughs> Oh. Like we walk the walk, but we don't talk ah, to talk. Yeah, you I don't know? Want to talk to Peter. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we gonna say? Like, so how did you get into it? <laughs> so, uh, if you could uh, go do it all again, how do you think? What would be the best way to get away with it? Like hypothetically, how would you get away with these yeah. crimes? Just, uh, just. Uh, so just asking for a friend, like, so like you got a hard drive, and you want to delete. So you say like magnets or like uh, bury it in like separate fields. How would you do it? I need to know. <laughs> just draw me a map. But uh, yeah, okay, so that'd be interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, hopefully, would you you'd uh, perform in a prison if they asked you to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the money's got perform for the pedophiles, like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> well, you know, we were thinking of doing like a live Brian James yeah, show. Yeah, that's right. We have talked about that. Would it be funny if our first show was in? <laughs> well, no, we start off in Mount Joy and work our way up. To, we only do prisons. Yeah. That's how hardcore we are. Wow. We only do prisons. A live sh- a live podcast in a prison. Yeah. Yeah. With special guest. Um, Who'd be good Irish that we could get like? Who's um, a good Irish criminal? I don't know. I don't really you know who we could probably get? You know, like the gay son from Mrs. Brown's Boys. Yeah. Is, that, pro- is he in prison? No, no, it's all, no, no, no. But he's promoting his book at the moment. Okay. So we could probably get him on our show. Um. Yeah. As well. Like I was thinking more for a prison show, but in the regular. Oh show. Right, right. We. Right. I actually think we could get him. I'm not joking. You think? Yeah, he's desperate to sell his book. Like, well, if if he hears this, he's yeah. not gonna be. He's desperate. He'll really? definitely do it. You know his story? No. He was on the radio there a while ago. Okay. Uh, so basically, he was like, um, he was working a record shop. Okay. All right. And the head of the record shop, like, the, it was like a, a chain, a brand. Okay, okay? kind of like uh, what do you call them? What are they? Called? EMI. EMI. I think it was EMI or, or Tower Records. Might be Tower. Look, it was one yeah. of those. Okay. All right, all right. And so. It was a quiet day, and Brendan O... something... Brendan O'Connor? That's not him. Mrs. Brown's Boys guy? Yeah, I'm talking to Gay Son. Oh, okay, Rory something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rory's just hanging out, and he's just doing a bit of like work on his own, like he's just like cleaning the floor. And the manager walks by and like, hey, that kid's got moxie, you know? He's not even been asked to clean the floor. Okay. Make him a, a assistant producer or something like that. What? Yeah, assistant manager. And then he became manager real quick, and then by like the age of 30, he was like, you know... 
fucking basically running like multiple shops. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then like um, he went to a show and it's like, hey, this man dressed up like a woman on stage. Yeah. And uh, does comedy, and he was like, oh, I want to see that. And yeah. then it was um, uh, Brendan O'Connor. Brendan O'Connor. Yeah. Voice. Yeah, and he was like, this is the most. Funniest, uh, is it, no, com- it's not Brendan, it's Brendan O'Carroll. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Carol's the good one, yeah. Br- well, Carol's the successful one, Brendan, and Brendan O'Connor's the one that everyone hates, yes, that's the yeah, 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 including his son. Like, everyone hates him, like, uh, okay. So, back to uh, the yeah, from- and then he was like, it just seems like it just fell, he just failed upwards. He was just like, just fell into it. It's just like, they were like, we need someone to play the gay son. He's like, well, I can do that, yeah, you know, like that. Um, we need like an Uncle Tom for gay people and he's like oh, I can do that <laughs> and then he's gone and then like um, he just became like the, the show became big and he was just getting private jets to like Australia and stuff like that to do the shows but then he quit he, he quit yeah why did he quit ah because they expected him to do like two hours of work a week or something something <laughs> like it sounded like he had a pretty cushy job and he was yeah. like it was like it was awful I wasn't uh, you know yeah. I went to a hotel room once it was cold <laughs> so I quit yeah well, he did say it was a bit of a, a sad moment. It's like um, his mother was dying. Oh. And he was on the phone with her. But was, oh. He wanted to quit the show and they were like, you can't. Oh. It's, it's Mrs. Brown's boys. Right, right. Like you're right. on tour in Australia. And like, oh, what's more important, you know? Ah, uh, and his mother died then? Yeah. Okay. And he got to be on the phone with her, but still the same thing. Still, that's pretty great. Would you do that if we were on, on tour with Brian James? Fuck each other. Well, and my mother was dying. Yeah. Wow. I mean, long distance calls are pretty expensive, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh... <laughs> Maybe like on a WhatsApp chat or something. Like, dying, LOL. I don't know. Just send her a, like, what's the dumb thing emojis? Uh, an aubergine. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> was... like a crying face. Yeah. It's like, mm, I'm afraid that's too emotional. <laughs> uh, like, you know the way, like, we have final words in the future, like his final emoji. Oh god, that's depressing. His final gif was like Michael, like, uh, it was like some drag queen going, like, yes, queen. <laughs> So I told you I've been hanging out with these women, like yeah, they're real women, and it's kind of like interesting. Real like, women, just regular women. That's okay. what they're not comedian women or anything like that. Oh, like. Right. So I get like a see how the other side lives. Yes, yeah. Okay. So they watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race as well. Yeah. So I've been watching that. Okay. Have you had you ever watched it before? I've tried to watch it before. Okay, but now this is the first time I was like, look, I'm stuck here now. It's been four. I have to watch two episodes. Wait, so how? Why is you're like friends with these girls? Just yeah. Okay. okay. I'm hanging out. It's kind of like I don't. It looks really bad if I if they put it on. I go like ah. (laughs) (laughs) You just get sick. Yeah. Ah! You pull out a gun and shoot the television. Don't worry, I got him. They'll never hurt us again. (laughs) Yeah, it looks bad. Wipe the gun. Yeah, so like for your prince and plant it back beside the TV. I make the girl hold it. But like you know, like I'm the most liberal guy you've ever met in my life. Yeah, you're pretty liberal. Even your life, you know, like yeah, yeah. But this show, it's not. It's just about they're just annoying. Yeah, it's just very like loud and they're very loud. Even the stage where like the girls are like, this is like a particularly bad episode. Yeah, it's particularly bad group to like start with. Like, uh. And after a while, they kind of get a little bit like, ah, oh, look, they're they're not just cons. They're kind of like, I suppose they're kind of enjoying themselves. Yeah. And it's a thing I just don't understand. And Yeah, you know, well, it's not for you, really. It's, it's, not, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not for me either. I think that's a big part of life is kind of understanding, like... Yeah, just because something exists and people like it, don't have to concern yourself yeah. with it. 
But it doesn't mean you have to like it as well if yeah. you don't like it. I'm kind of jealous. Some people, like, it feels like that's, like, their their religion. Like, that's how they get strength is from watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's like they, they make it through life by, um, like, they feel sad and, like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. And then they see, like, a, a gif. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm getting back on the horse. Yeah. You know? Well, to be honest, I, I didn't know it was like that. I thought it was just like another kind of trashy reality TV show. Like, no, this is like a way of life for a lot of people. Oh, really? Even people who don't do drag or anything like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, hey, she can do it. Maybe I can be confident in my um, uh, awful banking job. Yeah. yeah. I really don't see how it translates to real life, though. Because, I mean, again, I've never watched a show, but it seems it's a lot of like... Bitch slapped. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a lot. Which is like a Jerry Springer or trash TV. Well, they're not thing. slapping each other too much. Like, Are they not? No. No, no. Again, they, I don't know. Like, like, Jerry Springer is really just like, let's get poverty. It's like poverty porn. Like, let's get the yeah. the worst people who've had like the worst like, uh, like, lives. Even, I'm pretty sure Jerry Springer, a lot of those people aren't even real. Like, you know, it's just like. Yeah. They're just like act. You know, they're. It's completely fake, if you know what I mean. All the drama, and, and stuff even the fake. real people like didn't did have loads of cans of drink in the green room and stuff. Yeah, they encourage them like, up. hey, why don't you get drunk? You know, yeah, yeah, do some gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This Jared would be like, hey, look, I know you're off the wagon. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I know you're on the wagon, but for the purposes of the show, do some fucking heroin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so RuPaul's Drag Race, you're watching it, and mm. uh, I really, there's nothing really to say about it. It's just like. It's it's another one of these things I'm watching. It's kind of like oh, I kind of understand it a bit more, but I also don't really like. Look, can I can I just not watch something? Yeah, that's totally fine. I don't really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh thank God. Well, why don't you just? Did you not feel like saying? Well, no, I guess you're in their no, house. No, it's their house. So you don't want to be like turn that off. There's six women. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the one guy going like ah, this is wrong. <laughs> I start handing out Bibles like. <laughs> But yeah, but they, I'm sure they know that you're not into it. Like, but mm. are, are they kind of like, ha ha, Brian's watching this No, let's make him dress up like a girl. <laughs> let's pull his pants down and touch it. <laughs> Slap it. Start, start flicking it like. Flicking Look how small it is. <laughs> that is like, I think subconsciously that's when... When the straight man watches RuPaul, that's kind of like their fear. Yeah. If RuPaul's gonna come out of the TV, like they like the ring. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Mm. Yeah. I. But that being said, I would like to be a guest on the show. They have a guest on every episode. Uh, do they have like big people on it? They had Miley Cyrus oh, and Bobby Moynihan together. Big, no. Oh. That's a bit of a drop, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, I, love, I love Bobby Moynihan. I love Bobby Moynihan, but yeah, Miley Cyrus is proper famous. Yeah. Famous, like. The thing where, like, um, she went undercover as, like, the makeup guy. She had a beard. Oh. And they are like, you, Beyonce, what? It's Miley Cyrus. And they start screaming. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. A lot of screaming then, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Not the good type of scream. <laughs> Not the kind that gets me hard. <laughs> yeah, no. Ah. Again. So this is like Look just give me a window Into my mind okay Yeah So I watched two episodes Of Drag Race yeah. And after a while I'm kind of like Hey look Let them You know Say Sarah Sarah Yeah You know yeah. Whatever it will be Will be Then I went home And I watched Dogville That's the Lars von Trier <laughs> The Lars von Trier Or Lars von Trier film About rape Just yeah. to like you know Just to you know To cheer you up Yeah yeah See yeah. when people Have a hard day They go watch RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. And you come in 
uh, you know, put the coat up and the hat, and you sit down with a glass of scotch yeah. and watch some. My wife like tries talking like, I just need a bit of dog. I need a bit of Lars von Trier just to get. Where are the kids? Bring them in here. It's a great film, but it's very dark. It's all yeah. about um, a little village, and Nicole Kidman shows up, and then like they all rape her. That's basically like the the whole movie. Yeah, they're nice to the start, and then they're like, you know, they make her do work, and then they tie her to like a, a metal thing, and they all take turns on her. And even the children make fun of her, like, oh, wow. yeah, they're like, you know, hey, hey, and they throw stuff at her. Jesus. Yeah. Is that Nelson from The Simpsons? Ha ha! You got raped! Ha ha! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I'd like, yeah, that's really grim. So, But the kids are, and she's like tied up and all. One of the kids actually beforehand, um, because she's on the run from gangsters okay. and she's hiding out in this village I think you'd like it because we're both from small towns yes. communities yeah. so I, I've always liked that kind of image the idea of like the small town seems nice yeah. it's a dark underbelly Yes. and in a way isn't that like humanity itself Ooh. isn't humanity just a small town on a really big scale yeah no not at all isn't doesn't all you know every human's got a dark side yeah well that's true the the force of evil is a force of nature yeah it exists the difference between man and animal yeah. is blurred I'm telling these I'm telling this to the girls <laughs> <laughs> this man has watched RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> no watching Doctor hey what were you going to say uh, I don't remember go on I'm, uh, I want to watch more Lars von Trier films I've seen a few of his yeah he had uh, Antichrist haven't I've seen, seen that. that one but then he had an infomaniac part one. I've seen two, clips of that. And uh, it wasn't like Shia LaBeouf just like banging. But I think they digitally inserted his penis or like they digitally like that's not his body like. Mm. So there's a lot of real sex in it but that's not their heads. Yeah, yeah. Or they do a lot of creative imagery. Yes, pretty much. Charlie Booth has a new film coming out about himself. I saw that Honey Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he plays, Shia LaBeouf plays oh, I thought- his dad. Because his dad is like a real pushy... Oh, I get I get that confused with Peanut Butter Falcon. What's Peanut Butter Falcon? It's about a kid with Down Syndrome. That's not about child above. No, I know, but I get those two confused. Because <laughs> okay. they're, they're both kind of titles. that like Peanut Butter... And Honey? Yeah, yeah, I get okay. confused. So if I, like, I'm pretty sure it's called Honey Boy. But yeah, like, no, it is, it is. And yeah. there's a kid in it, and the kid is meant to be Shia LaBeouf. Because Shia LaBeouf actually started when he was like 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. In, he went to comedy clubs when he was 13. That's insane. And did sets, like, as a 13-year-old. And, like, he got a reputation by, uh, here's this little kid who sells, says really dirty stuff. Mm. Apparently his act was filthy when he was 13, like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was, like, a child actor and stuff. And now, and now he's in the movie playing a fictionalised version of his dad who apparently was all coked up and pushing him into acting really? and stuff like that so yeah looks very interesting um, yeah, I, I like Shia LaBeouf I mean he's a good actor Shia LaBeouf is like what I hope happens to us someday it's like we go through the ringer and we come out the other end and we're like all weird yeah and um, you know there's a dark side to us now we're like pulling out our teeth with pliers for a movie yeah, yeah even yeah, though yeah. we didn't get the part <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're doing a lot of research for the role, which <laughs> the <laughs> old Pete Townsend defense. Eh? <laughs> um, you were saying like he did a lot of like dirty sets. Yeah, I wish I started as a kid. I wish I started doing stand up as a kid. I never would have like had. It would have been it's so easy kid. though. You just go up there like, hey, look at this. Uh, hey, why are you some kind of cunt? And you know everyone would love it. Like, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, you know that's probably a really big thing in America. Like mm. they have kids going up. Well, maybe not anymore. There might be a thing like 
we can't have kids here. Yeah. Maybe it's like something. We have, we have you opening for Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and we say, when we say opening, oh, you better believe we mean it. Shut up. Damn kids. Uh, but yeah, like I'd say that's the thing that isn't really you don't really see it that much in Ireland it's like no. the real pushy parents going like you gotta go out there Not well it's wrong. more for ga and stuff yeah you, you don't see it for like you, you gotta go you gotta work on your five minutes you gotta get ready <laughs> but like parents go to like under 10s ga matches and like scream bloody murder yeah. fuck I get off the pitch yeah. they're like children like you know yeah that's a very interesting um, side of the human mind is like that kind of like yeah. this kid's gonna win or it's gonna kill him you know like that <laughs> I love my son so much I'm either gonna like I'm gonna make him a winner he's yeah. gonna be the best yeah there's a, a documentary called Trophy Kids and it's all about that like pushy parents who are like pushing their kids into sports events and stuff but are like that, what the fuck was that shit that was not your best yeah. we're like a t- two-year-old I don't know like a six-year-old or a fucking eight-year-old girl like you fucking sucked yeah. get in the car you know the worst thing that happened was Tiger Woods because that his story was that but he became the greatest yeah exactly that's what they all so think on. about how many kids lives have been ruined, ruined. because of Tiger Woods not yeah. in, not directly yeah he's not doing it like I'm, <laughs> he's not going like ha 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 that wasn't his motivating factor like, yeah yeah but like just all these kids there's another film about uh, there's a documentary and there's like some little kid and he must be like seven and he's like yeah they cast me in all the fat roles uh, oh really they're losers gay kids uh, oh Jesus uh, I need to, I'm like comic relief cause like I'm so ugly looking and his oh. mother's like that's right oh yeah. my god you better not get your teeth fixed fuck that's horrible yeah just like force feeding them imagine being that young just being so self aware like yeah I'm weird looking and oh, but even being able to just admit it and say it out loud yeah. and like this is my career I'm a fat ugly kid yeah. that must be so weird like you're a child star and let's say like at the age of 15 you're like well I'm washed up you're done you're a husband I'm done now I sell Subarus <laughs> if you're lucky yeah that's like a su- success story yeah, yeah I suppose actually you're right yeah it goes a lot it could go real bad for child actors like the two yeah. Corys didn't work Which, out well for there's them. two Corys yeah Corey Feldman and Corey Ham. Which one's dead? Corey Ham. What happened to him? Drug overdose. But they, it's a well-known fact they were both molested. Now, I heard someone say Charlie Brooker... Not Charlie Brooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Screenwide. No, I'm going to stick with this. I heard Charlie Brooker raped it. <laughs> no, I heard Charlie Sheen... Charlie Sheen on the set of Lucas yeah. allegedly uh, had sex with Corey Ham, who was... Charlie Sheen was 19, Corey yeah. Ham was 13. Now, what they do is they make the older children have sex with younger children... And that way they're both guilty. Yeah. And then uh, almost like a breeding program, like. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But apparently Corey Haim fell in love with Charlie Sheen, and Charlie Sheen was like, "Ah, forget it, kid." Yeah. Yeah. It's Chinatown. <laughs> it's like what? Men. Men, 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 starring the two Corys. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, child actors, man. They don't get a good run of it. How do we get on this, Shia LaBeouf? Shot a booth. Child actors. Child actors. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. It all all ties, all a neat little package. (laughs) Yeah. But even, would you, like, if you have a kid, would you want your kid to do stand up? Oh, hell no. No, Not until he or she is at least, like. 18? Even 18, I'd be like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. I've been living first. I I didn't start till I was 26. Hmm. Do you know? 
I had a wealth of pain to draw from. Yeah, you had a cr- crazy life. <laughs> Not crazy, just mm. shit. Yeah. There's nothing remarkable about it when on the grand scheme of things. Well, you're in a band, though. Yeah, I played bands and stuff. So, in my imagination, it was a story of, like, you know, you woke up one day after a gig <laughs> and there's groupies everywhere. <laughs> I'm in a mansion in Hollywood. Yeah, else. yeah. This, this really isn't working for me anymore. My creative spirit cannot thrive. Yeah, this is how I sounded when I was in a band. Get off me, you trollop. I'm going to pursue comedy. Yeah. David Geffen rings me up. Oh, James, we need you. Forget it, Dave. I, I'm a comedian, yeah? yeah? Just hang up the phone. And then you get rid of all your platinum records. Yeah. And you go to Jester's. <laughs> Work it from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you do it like a perp, like a bit like undercover boss, like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, like it's you wouldn't want your kids to do stand up. That's the thing. I don't even want my kids to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take care of that. Ready, jump, put this uh, pillow uh, over I'll the face. Send Charlie Sheen after him. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else we could talk about. What else we got? I feel like we've kind of like we've done like we've done straight up like uh, two and a half hours of talking. Yeah, that's it's, it's hard going. It is. Yeah, I know. Like to keep it going. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like look, Navy Seals. Yeah, I guess that's hard. <laughs> but could they have a podcast? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably could actually. Yeah, be a great one. Pretty yeah. interesting, I think. But yeah. we all be redacted. <laughs> yeah. The only way we beep those civilians yeah 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 god we we did a lot to them that was a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> and then we killed them really well. <laughs> yeah um a humane thing to do really i'm trying to think of anything else crazy that happened to us during the week you said you went to mullingar oh yeah i did a gig at mullingar yeah 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 um well i suppose we could talk about that gig that charity gig i did that just sort of descended oh that that'll be a great way to round up the yeah. end of night now I'm not gonna implicate I'm not gonna use any names yeah like so let's say all I know is I wasn't involved in this this is James's story now yeah all I know is James did a gig I did a gig it's not even that remarkable like we basically this guy he like put on a night of charity gig or whatever but like he got really drunk and just started heckling the comedians halfway mm. through and uh, he was just yeah like people were showing up and leaving nobody knew who was on the bill but the whole time the guy was just hammered like heckling like yeah. it's like he booked all these people to come and perform while he just like you fucking shit mate more or less like and he's hammered I'm like uh, so halfway through a set a guy just storms off it's like I don't want to use any names you know yeah. should I use names but y- the names you're going to use are yeah. all in good purpose like okay nah well again I don't know if, if like, when you say so and so Walked off the gig because it was so bad. Yeah. Well, no, see, the guy was, like, full-on heckling. Actually got up on stage with the guy. Yeah. And started, like... The guy spilled a drink on himself, so the ends, the ends, the guy who hosted went up with Blue Roll. Yeah. Started wiping it on him, and the comedian was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just left the stage. But then the headliner got on and was like, yeah, there's a load of shite and this lot's a prick, so I'm out, basically. Again, I'm not going to use names. I, I, uh, so yeah, yeah, let's not even use names, but you went up, though. I went up. Yeah, well, I got there. I was supposed to be opening the second half, mm. but, like, the first three comedians had all dropped out on the day, more or less. It was like, right, you're up first. Yeah. It's like, when's that happening? In two minutes, yeah. basically. I was like, what the fuck? Like, a guy got up. 
He asked me to send him my bio, which, like, you only do that for promotional shit. Yeah. But he started reading my bio before he brought me on, which was really awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. But he couldn't even pronounce the words. I had words, like, energetically boisterous in yeah. it. And he was like, energetically boisterous. What the fuck's that, man? Yeah. He couldn't read the words. But then he started really? giving me shit for his inability to read something I didn't want him What's to read. What's this word? Yeah. Energy. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? And he was, like, giving me shit for it. Yeah. It's like, all right. Like, it's a gig for mental health. Fucking donate some money to a literacy program. It's funny how, like, the mental health gigs are, like, the ones that, like, yeah, make you the most depressed. <laughs> well, nobody left there feeling better, I'll yeah. tell you that much. Hey, okay, look. Uh, we'll talk about one final thing and go. I've, I've been reading a lot of plays. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I In the library in college where I am, they've got a lot of Martin McDonough plays. You just got to do it in Bruges. Yeah, in yeah. Bruges. Three billboards outside. Mississippi. He's made some good movies, yeah. 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 Uh, Seven Psychopaths I don't remember. It was fun. It was actually pretty funny from what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Sam Rockwell's great now. Sam Rockwell's great in like yeah, everything. Like. Everything. Yeah. Um, so I mean, which read, read his play called The Pillow Man. Okay, what's that about? It's kind of cool. It's like, uh, it's about uh, a writer and he gets, he's getting interrogated by the police. Okay. Because he writes a lot of stories about, um, uh, murder? children getting murdered okay. and how children are getting murdered in real life yeah and they're kind of similar way. to his uh, his it, plots right, like, right, okay. which I told you about this area and you said it's like Castle yeah well it's kind of like Castle in that like but that's like a shitty kind of crime daytime crime show about like this crime novelist who the cops get to like help us solve the case Castle Yes, no problem, and he's just like the handsome and charming and makes jokes. Yeah. And I doubt there's like many children getting killed in Castle. Like, not, not in any of the episodes I've seen. Like one, the, one of the kids gets killed, like crucified like Christ. Okay. Uh, and another kid gets like, they put razor blades in like apples and they shove a lot of them down her, they shove like nine down her mouth. Jesus. And another kid, I think, just batters head in. <laughs> Running out of ideas. Yeah, he's getting a bit lazy. That's, like, that's very. If anything, I judge the writer more than the murderer in that sense. The murderer's probably like, "What? He's read the book. Give yeah. me something to work that's with." That's funny. He's like the most intense shit ever. And afterwards, like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hits her with a shovel. The kid falls off the swing. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like that. What's her name? That Maria Bailey girl. Oh yeah, Maria Bailey. She yeah. fell off the swing. Do you, do you remember that? I missed all of that because it was in America at the time. But yeah, she was like, um, she was holding like a bottle of wine and a glass, and yeah. she fell off, and she was like soon in the hotel. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then she was on like um, Sean O'Rourke, I think, one of those interview shows, yeah. and she just not did, she didn't do herself any favors. Like, yeah, everybody was really against her from the start. Like, yeah, yeah. and she immediately after a while she's like, this it's the press is the the ones that are a fault here. <laughs> yeah. And then she went on to become Gemma O'Doherty. <laughs> Same woman. Not a lot that's, of people know that. That's her secret origin, right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, pillow Man. The Pillow Man. So like, um, and one of the stories is called The Pillow Man. Right. And there's a lot of it like, I'm like, why would anyone read this story? Like, one of the stories, The Pillow Man, the story that the name comes from, is about a guy who's made out of pillows and he, what he does is he finds someone who's had a depressing life. Okay. okay? And he brings him back in time and he helps a kid commit suicide. What the fuck? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Made of pillows. And why travel back in time to commit suicide? So they'll never have to deal with their awful life. Just commit suicide in the present? No, because they've had to deal with like 30 years of awfulness. It's much kinder to go back in time with a child. This is my it's like an episode of Doctor Who. This is it's, absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah, that little bit, I'm like, it feels like Martin McDonough just being 
like intense for the sake of it. Yeah, like, well, it sounds more retarded to be honest than anything. Yeah, well, speaking of retarded, yes. uh, the writer is being interrogated by um, these cops, okay, and his brother is like mentally handicapped. The writers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they've tortured a brother and they've made him say like anything, like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So the brother's like, yeah, my my brother killed all those children, and then like, um, kind of like a Brendan Dassey situation. Now, what did he do, Brent? Killed him. What's this? Brendan Dassey. Oh yeah, you never seen Making a Murderer. Oh, is that what happened to Making a Murderer? Oh man, they, there's like, a, yeah, like Brendan Dassey. He's like an accomplice. He's like the nephew, and he is like genuinely like mentally retarded. Yeah. Like you know, he's got really low IQ. Like. To the point where he can be classed as mentally retarded. Where, like, using counts as a human, like... <laughs> well, that's what the words they use. Yeah. But, yeah, the, and there's footage of it, and the cops are like, so what did he do, Brendan? Yeah. Came up behind her. No, that's not what you... That's not what happened. Yeah. Tell us what happened. And they really lead him down a path. It's shameful. You know what that must be like for the interrogator? You know the way if you go to a really nice gig, really nice room, yeah, and it doesn't even feel like you're, like, it doesn't feel like work, you know. You're doing the jokes and they're laughing like, yeah, really good energy. Yeah, for an interrogator, that must be like where it's like I'm gonna say anything. This guy's gonna agree with it. Like, doesn't uh, even feel like work today. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun day. I can make him com- com- like, I can, like I'm surprised he didn't make him like uh, confess like being Jack the Ripper as well, you know. <laughs> Uh, so back to the pillow man so they beat a confession out of the retired yeah, yeah. brother I'll just tell you what happens like, you're not going to read it are you no I'm not no. okay so um, you know he's like oh no why you do that and it's like it's okay Like I just told them what they wanted to hear and it's like yeah but they're going to shoot us because they're in a, t- a totalitarian state oh yeah <laughs> you left that part out oh I forgot <laughs> oh, you, but I might as well describe Blade Runner and I was like yeah so Harrison Ford's looking for some girl and like uh, <laughs> I know ugh and also like just robots <laughs> <laughs> that's not important okay so they're in a totalitarian state yeah but we don't find that out straight away either like okay they mention it because they keep going like they're going to be executed like now yeah is this okay no you can go okay is this in the world that the play sets in this is the world this play is set in okay right okay right. this is the writer being interviewed by the guy okay okay and they're all like one of his um novel like st- short stories right this isn't like a story that the writer writes in the story kind of thing you know that would be almost too bullshit yeah wouldn't it yeah. if it turned out it was that like you know uh so um there is really there's a real mar mcdonough has a lot of the same twerks as like um like chuck paltonak and the brett east now that's where there's a lot of just stuff thrown in you like, like for shock value almost, yeah like yeah. there's two detectives okay and halfway through, it's mentioned that the detective got raped by his dad when he was a kid. Yeah. And, like, and the other text like, hey, stop bringing that up. And he's like, hey. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do about <laughs> Not Go bring up. <laughs> and rape my dad? And stop him from raping me? What do you want me to do? Not bring up this traumatic incident? Yeah. Where you get the feeling like Martin McDonough's writing it going, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so he's, edgy. He's basically doing the play version of what we're doing as a podcast oh, okay right where we're like rape yeah, yeah. well the kid got raped and he's like we never said that <laughs> uh, well yeah we cut that out like, yeah. but we're like you know hey what if like um, you crucified a kid and like you kneeled their arms to the yeah. walls and shit wouldn't that be crazy and they're like oh my god Martin oh you're a genius it's just gratuitous yeah. and I was also wondering is you know the way like his brother is like mentally um, wrong uh, deficient like <laughs> Are you talking about the character's brother or John McDonough? That's what I mean. Like, is that a sly <laughs> diss as oh, brother? Oh, wow. But his brother also wants to write stories. Yeah, but he's not as good. 
He's not as good, no. Because no, the guard wasn't as good. I feel like the guard was an accident. Yeah. The guard was like, people are going, what if Brendan Gleeson was a guard? And they're like, yeah, good work. Yeah, you do that. And then it's like, what if Brendan Gleeson was a priest? And like, yeah, derivative. But you, you go ahead and do it. Just, you know, stop eating those butterflies. And then eventually he's like, what if like, Alexander Sarsgaard and who's the other guy in war and everything? I have no idea. And Michael Pena, Pena. Yeah, Pena. were like, Cops and they're like, oh, yeah, get the gun. <laughs> well, okay. So. so they're interrogating him, yeah. And uh, we have a flashback in Act Two. Turns out that um, Billy Gordo. <coughs> Sorry, I'm getting like. You'll have a drink of water. No, we've got to fight through this. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's the chlamydia's kicking in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, we find out that the writer's parents are younger. Tortured his brother. So he'd be a better writer. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They felt like... Doesn't it seem like a load of shite as I say it? Like, yeah, it really does seem stupid. Wait, they, they tortured... They tortured the, him in the other room. The okay. retarded brother. Yeah, yeah. So the the trauma of that would make him a better writer. Oh my God, are you serious? That's, yeah, yeah. That is so fucking shit. Yeah. That is hacky as fuck, man. I, you know, I take this back. This is like, kind of like, shit. Oh, okay. I yeah. So Martin McDonough... Guess what happens then? Okay, so the writer as a child... Smothered his own parents to save his brother with a pillow. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. The more I say this, the more I'm like, God. <laughs> maybe, maybe Mark McDonald's the real retard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist. John's like an idiot savant. <laughs> okay. So let me cut back to the present. The okay. Detectives have left and are like, oh, what are we going to do? And the, the brothers all like, you know, uh, it's okay. We just get executed. That sounds fun, you know, that kind of stuff. And it turns out the brother actually killed the children. Ah. That's the big yeah. twist. That's the act two twist. Because he, he likes um, he likes his brother, his writer brother so much, he decides to, like, reenact the... Okay, right, yeah. right, right. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And then guess what uh, the writer does? What? Smothers his brother, brother with a pillow. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good. And, uh... Then um, detectives come back in like, Jesus, what's been going on here? And um, he's like, look, I'll write a confession. I did everything. My brother wasn't involved in this at all. I killed all of myself, okay? Jesus. But please save my stories. And you're like, what? Like, all my short stories, please save them all. Because they're, they're the only thing that matters in this world. The only thing I have left. Okay. Yeah. And the writer's like, okay, if you sign a confession... I'm sorry, the detective's like, if you sign a confession... We'll save your stories. Yeah. He's like, thank you. So he writes a confession. And after he writes it, he's like, guess what? We know your brother did it. We got fingerprints everywhere. Uh, and you know what? You didn't give a true confession. So we're burning your stories. Oh so they God. burn uh, the stories in front of him. Then they shoot him. The end. Yeah, the okay. end. Martin McDonough's done it again. <laughs> Doesn't I that mean, seem like a real shit? Like, yeah, it's pretty like absurd, to be honest. Doesn't it seem like, really, like someone... Like it, like a teenager, teenager trying to be edgy. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just well, what age was he when he wrote it? It could have been. He could have been like young. Oh no, no. He wrote this. This came out in two thousand three. Well, what age is it? He's like only in his fifties. Yeah. What makes him two thousand three? What have you been? It's still not enough. It's just okay. an excuse. It like fair enough. I take it back. I thought it was good because the dialogue's very good. Okay. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I don't, you know, I think about the work Mark McDonough's done. I'm a genuine fan, like, so. And obviously he's better than us. He's gotten better, like. 
Yeah. Since but, 2003. Okay, yeah. His work is better. Like, In Bruges is great. Yeah. And I like Seven Psychopaths and... Uh, what was the other one? Three Billboards. Three Billboards. That, that like, got nominated for an yeah, Oscar. Yeah, that was, that was great. great. Tell you, Woody Harrelson, that's how you want to go. Fantastic. Yeah. Bag in the head, scare a horse. <laughs> Leave a nice letter. You know, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Make your wife come one last time. I wouldn't be able to do that now. Ah, <laughs> uh, this really is a work of fiction, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Make crazy it. Martin McDonough and his crazy ideas. <laughs> Totalitarian state is one thing, but making a woman come, you're mental. You've jumped the shark, yeah. buddy. Well, I've got three more um, plays to read. By Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough, yeah. Okay. Uh, one's a beauty queen in Ishmore, a skull in Connemara. I've heard of that. I've heard that's very yeah. good. I know Pat Short did that. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, Pat Short does. Dramatic things. He's great like, in Garage. Garage is great, yeah. yeah, yeah. I loved in the end, he like, doesn't he turn into a horse or something. <laughs> Are you being serious? He do, he do, he does, like, it's like an image kind of thing, like, isn't it? He like goes into the water. But then don't they show a horse running? Oh, do they? Yeah, Maybe it's like symbolism. Did. Oh, right. That he's free. I'm not saying he turned into a horse. Like yeah, he, I know. Like, I, I, that's what you said. You said he turned into a horse. Oh, you know what I meant. No, I didn't. I, I'm tired, like. Okay. Yeah. All right. He turned into the TriStar logo. <laughs> And he flew away. Uh, we'll end it there. We're going to end it there, yeah. Well, like, this is a, a nice, fun one. I mean, a good recording session. Yeah. Uh, any last words before we go? We're not killing ourselves or anything, just like. <laughs> well, I don't know how the rest of this day is going to shit. Uh, turn out. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's our final thought. What are we, Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer to the final thought. Yeah. yeah. Who was Jeremy Springer or Jeremy Kyle like one of the guests killed themselves? That was Jeremy Kyle. What was the story with that? Uh, basically very similar to what you were saying like you know they just like plied him full of drink and uh, he went and made a fool of himself and then he went and killed himself. He was like mentally unwell. But that's like it all got cancelled and it all came out afterwards that they used to like give the guests drink and stuff but obviously mentally unwell people with substance abuse problems mm. and they just took advantage but fuck it he's gone now I got a bit of good news before we go because we all talk about suicide apparently the suicide rate in Ireland has gone down cowards <laughs> you want to take responsibility I was going to say like maybe it's the podcast oh so you think we're yeah. saving people I think yeah maybe. oh wow god well you know what I can say if, if we stop more suicides and cause suicides I think that's yeah that's all you can ask for yeah Remember to say that to St. Peter when we're at the gate. <laughs> hey, come on! You listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.